A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show. Smackdown! It's August 16th in the year of our Lord, 2001. Uh, Stare at Tom. A space adventure. Ah! Uh, Threw you off with the asylum version of a space odyssey. <laughs> the forgotten Disney sequel that Tom's looking forward to putting together. Yes, it is indeed. It is indeed. Podcast still in the post. <laughs> uh, in music news, it's exactly the bully same as it was last week. <laughs> Atomic Kitten right now are like The Rock, unstoppable. (laughs) And David Gray just shows up, does what he wants. He's Steve Austin. David Gray is the Steve Austin of of the music world. Broken at 98, still hanging out. Uh, 16th of August, former Royal Butler Paul Burrell, charged with the theft of items belonging to the late Diana, Princess of Wales. Prosecution subsequently collapses. (laughs) Just in fear. (laughs) Like a pre-cut table, just <laughs> all over the place. I am the defense. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Logan Borrell, what are you doing here? <laughs> he had a match with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Oh, that's a good thing. Anyway, Paul Borrell would hang around like a bad smell, like Matt Hancock in the jungle. Uh, nice. There's no other real good news to go along. I had some filler. Matthew's left his notes at home. But yeah, don't worry, this is all segueing into the big game this week, which is Man NFL 2002. Wow, our favourite game series. Oh, I love Madden games. I like the bit in when you play American football where you stop for ages after every move. Yeah. Madden, I, I like very the... stop-start your version of footy, I'm just saying. 2002 sequels. 2001 sequels, I should say, to Madden. Oh, you thought Mega Man had a lot of them. <laughs> oh, gosh, there's, there's, there's enough Madden games to, uh, to, to collapse a jury with. It, it's maddening. <laughs> it's maddening. The, uh, <laughs> PS2 and Xbox versions received universal acclaim when the Game Boy Advance, GameCube, and this doesn't sound right, N64 and PlayStation versions mm-hmm. received generally favorable reviews. And it is uh, the thing now expected with games. You know a games console is officially deed when EA stopped putting out the annual games. That's so, when the, the, the die is cast, isn't it? Right. So the biggest news this week isn't so much Madden as is the uh, N64 and PS1 are still around. Mm, really? Apparently. I mean, if EA is still supporting them, then they must be alive. Mm-hmm. And uh, the PC version sold 310,000 copies. Uh, who's buying the PC version of EA games? Because you can then customize it. That's, that's the big... Because my, oh. my younger brother had Pro Evolution on the PC for ages because a big part of the experience of playing Pro Evolution, and let us know if it's the same with you, was when, like, foot, when football stands would change their signage 
or when oh, players would yeah. move around or the kits would get updated. You can tweak it all in, in the PC version so much easier. Imagine when people talk about like, oh, PC games baiting better than the other ones. People are like, yeah, but not for Madden. <laughs> I always, it's no, I mean, Madden, yeah, that's a different sort of thing. But I always remember when uh, the, the ROM and emulator world really took off during my younger years mm-hmm. and how I got obsessive about wanting to learn how to make ROM hacks for No Mercy because I loved that game so much, but I desperately needed to update it. And uh, I just lose my temper with it all the time. I was just like, I've, I've, I've put the graphic in the right folder yeah. and it's not appearing. Or for some reason, Viscera's new face is on his ass, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having issues with that after going on YouTube and yeah. if the guy starts off the video with a what's going on YouTube it's your buddy I'm like this guy's not going to help me no but if the guy's got an accent I can barely understand it's like yeah this guy will get it fixed straight away isn't it funny how like that how that unprofessional how the lack of professional cadence in the video reassures you actually this guy's going to help me here yeah he, he knows what he's doing it's true yeah. that's so true I fixed my toilet system by the first result, which had well over 3 million hits. And look at it. It's a 240p video. And I went, oh, here we go. <laughs> this Fantastic. Is the one. This is the one. And it's, and it's a fix. And it's a good fix. The guys, the guys record it on his egg timer. <laughs> this is going to work. <laughs> All his stats in repairing toilets. None of them in YouTube skills. Speaking of which, you're listening to the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown Review. You are. Small intro than usual because of Matthew's kerfuffle and leaving his notes, which is a bastard because he has watched this episode. He promises. Mm, he's done his own work, honest boss. But as Thomas rightly pointed out, because he is the smartest man in the room, whichever room he's in, this is the first ever live SmackDown, which was news to me when I watched this the other day. Mm, so like, live SmackDown? And what are you doing here? <laughs> in 2001, I have no memory of this. So we're doing something slightly different this week. This is a slight change to your to your uh, your your regularly scheduled programming uh, because we have had an issue uh, regarding notes for this, and it's fine. These things happen. Nobody died. Nobody's died. No, but I'm going to kill someone when I get home. Please do, or maybe move to Google Docs. It's really good. Yeah, it's really Every good. Every week I email myself. Apart from this week, do, no, 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 and, and you're good, and you're fine, and it's fine. It's uh, what it is. It's what it is. It's what it is. So we had the idea because it's the first live SmackDown. We're going to spring a watch along on you. Hey, hey. we're going to press play. You're still going to get your emails read out. You're Yay. still going to get what's happening in the wrestling world this week. But we're going to live react to the live SmackDown. That's what we're going to do in now, a lively fashion. Now, obviously, this yeah. is this is coming at you like Cleopatra unexpectedly. We'll make it as as fun and engaging as possible for those who aren't able to watch along live with us. But if you are able to, you can head to your WWE Network or Peacock and head to SmackDown from August the sixteenth, two thousand and one. Man, obviously, I'll give you a second to do that right now. Welcome back. Shall we watch the first live SmackDown? I think so. You think so? It's just, I don't remember this. This is officially the time. Actually, you know, I'll just say, yeah, we'll talk to you. We'll talk as we go. I'm going to press go. And three, two, one, go. If only it was everybody's talking about the birds. World, world. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One, 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 leader, 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 leader. Warning. Pachiti. This is going to be slightly different to what you'd expect. I know. Witty, wee, wit. Witty, oh. witty, no. Witty, witty woo. No. <laughs> oh, it's a. Uh, Nothing says up to date like a five-year-old Marlon Manson song. Oh, this is your all-new SmackDown featuring Marilyn Manson's The Beautiful People as the soundtrack. Look, don't get me wrong. I like the song. It is a banger, but it's not that up to date. He, he's you're two albums behind SmackDown. From the 1996 album Antichrist Superstar. Uh, interestingly, J.G. Thurwell's Not So Beautiful People, which is an industrial re- reworking of the song, was used as the opening theme for Raw That's for a right. couple of weeks in 97. Yeah. Yeah. Back when I was like, whoa. And I was like, oh, okay. And the first thing I noticed watching this, Tom, isn't just the fact that we're in the beautiful city of... I so wanted to, to hit the mark, as they say in radio. But that bastard Cole's focusing on these signs, <laughs> saying Madden 2002 for the PC is the best version. Shut your face, Matthew. <laughs> is how small the arena looks. Oh, sorry, that's, that's the way New York. <laughs> I'm square. You could do a banging wrestling show. Tonight, the first Austin Invitational. That's a thing that's happening tonight on the all-new right. SmackDown. So, new Apparently graphics. not good enough to get a, a, a crier on. You know, <laughs> whereabouts we are. Maybe I haven't got that bit fixed yet. Wherever we are, there's money here. <laughs> we are in Utah tonight. That's it, Utah. We are in Utah, the home of Utah Saints and the Utah Jazz. And here we find Booker T's dad, Shane McMahon. <laughs> now, Matthew, you may notice there is a brand spanking new set. Look at that. There it is. The Smackdown Fist makes oh. its prominent debut Look at here my on the classic fist. Smackdown. My fist is amazing. <laughs> Give it a lick. Mmm. Tastes just like styrofoam. So, the SmackDown Fist, 17 feet long, 8 feet high, 12 feet wide, 6,000 pounds it weighs. Hang on, hang on. Did you get these stuff from Jim Ross? No, I got them from the WWE (laughs) Warehouse documentary. Ah, Hosted by Joey Styles, as he wished for anything else. So, it's a styrofoam fist, blasted with fiberglass, 
hollowed out and reinforced with steel rigging. It was cut into three pieces so it would fit on one WWE 18 wheeler so they could travel ah. it around. Them. So it's actually in three bits. You've got like, the main fist bit, mm -hmm. you've got the thumb, and then you've got sort of the rest of the, the you've got the wrist of the fist in there as well. The wrist of the fist. The wrist of the fist. I know it, him. It was designed by BNR Scenery, uh, who have created quite a few WWF sets over the time. I believe they they made the big raw words, the lettering on raw mm. for raw in the in the mid in the mid nineties. Yeah, I yeah, believe that's, that's BNR Scenery too. Uh, and I believe they made the big Prince logo for Prince's last series of concerts where he walked out of the big Prince logo. Oh. I think they made that too. I was wondering like how yeah, like, there must be a proper company that makes Oh yeah they, they scenery is it they farm it out to a proper company and they, it's a company they work with quite a few times. Um it's above the stage because uh, according to this documentary it's so heavy that if they'd rested it on the ramp it would have collapsed the ramp like the jury did. Uh, <laughs> it would have collapsed. So they have to... Paul Burrow run away with all the confusion. So the utter terror. I, I would have just had just terror of walking under that thing on SmackDown for the next few years. Knowing how heavy it is and how it's held up by, like, rigging. I'd be terrified. <laughs> Did you know, um, watching SmackDown, what the stage was meant to symbolise? Because I didn't really click it for many years. How, obviously, it's a fist but it's meant to be a fist punching through glass. I mean, yeah, it's coming through a wall. But like, all, you know, a, a Hulk cover. But, but that's, Incredible Hulk, not But Hulk. that's why you've got all those weird little shaped mirrored bits, because it's yeah, meant it to like, depict it punching through the glass. Yeah. That never twigged for a while. You just thought it was a giant fist? That was a big fist. That was a big fist, and then just like some fun patterns around it. Yeah, nowadays, they'd be like... And now we'll go to Fist, who's going to interview The Miz. Hey! <laughs> also, The Fist would interview people. You'd have, like, eyes, on, you know, like Banjo-Kazooie. <laughs> fist, 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 fist. There's yeah, yeah, it's like punching through in the cracks oh. and stuff. It's like... I see it now. I'm looking for it. Yeah. But it's, it's a great set. It's yeah. a oh, great it's a double set. double-screened as well for her pleasure. Mm. And uh, here is Shane McMahon on Raw enabling his son, Booker T, <laughs> to get the bookend on The Rock. Not once, but twice. Which, I don't know, they're selling it like, wow, The Rock is in pain, but it's, like, it's only because Shane was able to help, wearing his straight-off-the-rack Primark shirt. <laughs> only the best. This great-haired man. I hate Shane McMahon at this point. Like, there's a bit coming up that I'm going to, which I'm putting a pin in this Wait, here. is that Shasta McNasty? I saw him. I think it was Shasta McNasty. <laughs> it might have been. I feel like... I feel like the the uh, mic. Shane Shane says he was going to call him out, and he meant and he did Booker his son. And yeah, oh, 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 it's a bad sign. Booker <laughs> standing underneath the fist. <laughs> See, that's what they sent these two out because they're the least valuable right now for the main event scene. So, Aww. and again, the beautiful new Chiron for the entrance. Um, we get mm. this thing here in the. How, what are your thoughts on having it on the side rather than along the bottom? Booker's bus. What? <laughs> I don't remember seeing that. <laughs> so Booker's bus. What is? <laughs> Yo, Vince, I've got it. Yeah, some we kid, get Booker a bus. Some kid at home going there. You know, his brother knocks on the door, going, "Alan, are you ready to go? Yeah, nearly done. Hang on, just got a collar in the bus. Can't wait for, can't wait for this show tonight." I hope he sees my bus. Yeah, I think there's a misunderstanding. It's like, oh, oh. So Booker T's new gimmick is he is imitating The Rock, but The Rock copied him first. So nah, that's the story. 
that we were telling since Monday. Um, they're, they're now saying that the bookend was a rip-off of The Rock. Whether it was initially in WCW, I'll leave that to you, but like stuff like that, like Pose, like he's now just like, I am basically The Rock, and The Rock copied me. It's a weird story. Why can't you let Booker T be Booker T? Because that's it, because no one's heard of him. Lest we forget, no one's heard of Booker T. In Vince's head, no one's heard of him. So let's associate him with The Rock and Shane McMahon. It's funny thinking about it because, wait, why is there another? There must have been a promo on Raw that Rock did that is referenced on SmackDown regarding Booker and a bus. Must have been. Because there's two bus signs for him. He's now doing... The Looks la- like Hooventu did it better. The last time Booker T was in Utah, he beat Mike Awesome as GI Bro in an ambulance match on Nitro. You know what else has wheels like an ambulance? A bus. A bus. <laughs> Whatever. So yeah, we see on the microphone as well, the big blue SmackDown. The new SmackDown logo. The new SmackDown logo. Uh, I didn't realize how... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? dark the old logo and design was until I saw how staggeringly bright and well lit everything is on this episode. It's amazing when they go from blue and black to blue and white. Yeah, it's even more distressing because you don't watch AEW Dynamite before this where everything is so poorly lit you can develop film in the back seats. <laughs> and now I'll tell you, no, 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 we've got crowds again. <laughs> we can sh- you can show them. We've got a nearby, the Utah Lighthouse. <laughs> is that in this one, Philip? Look at it. Uh, from the Observer, Booker T uh, currently has an injury to his PCL knee ligament, and uh, it's something that he's had for a couple of years. So that's why oh, he has, boy. yeah. And it's just it's just like an aggravated injury that he's just been kicking through. But he's in a program with The Rock, so he's just going to be used as minimum as little as possible for in ring action, and then just gut it through to the end of the storyline, <laughs> and have Shane McMahon oh. take some of the bigger bumps. Which now my rant last week. There's some reasoning to it. Oh, you know what? Knowing that, oh. Yeah. Anyway, this promo that we're talking over lasts a long time for an it's, episode of SmackDown. It's a weird setup for this week. takes a long time to get going, which, you know, yeah, as you said before, you summed it up in three seconds. Mm. Booker's doing rock stuff. There's, Booker is the people's champion, but it's not as DDP, but it's... It, so interchangeable now, according to WWE. He stole all his stuff. I like last week when Rock went, ah, oh, well, you went and got your hair. You went to saw Whoopi Goldberg to get your hair done. It was like, that's not how it works. Yeah. It's not the Venom symbiote, you idiot. <laughs> well, imagine if with the world you could do that. You just stand near somebody and you get their hair cut. <laughs> the one good bit, what do you want? Yeah, take a... Someone's trying to break in, sorry. The most anyway, I do like movie. this. There's one good bit I like is Ro- uh, Booker's delusion. It's called The Rock. Booker's delusion in the Spinner Rooney being a move. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it counts as offense. That That's the good bit of this. Everything else is weak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> he looks good, though, in that nice... I think they had Shane McMahon come out dressed like your dad watching you, uh, picking you up from school. <laughs> from the Booker bus um, <laughs> so Booker could look more beautiful the way he's dressed and styling ah, so he's fun. dressed down to, to get him over that's what I'm going to assume knowing uh, wrestling and how Shane works is probably one of those happy accidents 
Oh, Booker's there saying, oh, by the way, I've got great hair. Oh, so Booker's injury, right? So from the Observer, Booker T's injury was his old PCL knee ligament injury that's played him for several years and it's been aggravated. He developed a cyst that burst, causing fluid buildup in his calf and his knee. He He had it drained while he was in San Diego, but they've limited his physical involvement, doing basically one minute matches on the road. There was some heat on him because during the week he missed a scheduled rehab appointment or two. WWE does not take to that well. He's not helping himself. He's already oh, on the back foot. Wait, wait. Why did he miss the rehab? He doesn't say why. Was he on the road? <laughs> I was in the ring, sir. I was wrestling at the time. Well, we might if you missed the rehab, but we really might if you missed the smash. <laughs> Booker, how could you? Yeah, whatever. It's weird how SummerSlam 01, Booker is just being built up just to lose and make the returning megastar look good. Flash forward to 2007. Booker is fed to Triple H just to make him look good. No feud or anything like that. And that's what caused, I believe, Booker T to leave WWE. After that, he went, feuds put it nicely. (laughs) He had such a weird time. Weirdly, he's probably come out the best out of everybody from WCW in the in the in the long run, like he's now oh from the the Gen One as we'll call mm. them. He's now the NXT uh, commentator and he's a regular. On oh, the and he, he sandbags more on that show than Thunder Rosa. My <laughs> God, no chemistry at all. So it's going to see nothing changes. Oh look, it's it's The Rock who's apparently just <laughs> returning from the sun. <laughs> How bright was that? Holy shit. <laughs> he just got dropped off in an Uber driven by Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> He's late for his promo. See, this is this is the Where's the heat on him? This is the weirdest. Is he getting his cyst seen to. <laughs> so now we have a rock promo immediately after a Booker T promo. Uh, I think some timing's yeah. been off on this first yeah. live SmackDown. The Rock dressed how he would be all the time in 03, uh, which was news to me. This is officially the time when I wasn't watching SmackDown every week because I'd officially moved back up to, to North to stay with my t- dad and t- stepmom and to absolutely nobody watching wrestling in this house because, like, Soccer AM is on at the same time as this. He's <laughs> like... Yeah. Priorities. And I was like, oh, right. and then Soccer AM was like, wow, this is an amazing show. So fair enough. So I was keeping up to date with what was happening in wrestling via Powerslam magazine. Ah. Uh, which, of course, scattering the floor like a, a budgie's cage right now in this <laughs> office. But there's many things I've read about, so I know they happen. There's many things I don't know what it actually looks like. Oh, cool. So you're going to get some... So there, so there'll be more things that you remember than things you don't. Yes. Or things you don't remember than things that you do, rather, yes. in the weeks coming and on I thought it. was oddly... Uh, the, the timing very nice. Mm. The fact that it's the first live SmackDown. Everything's blue and white. Emphasis on white. <laughs> I was like, wow, at the exact same time I stopped watching. It's like they waited and went, right, he's gone. Put Manson on. <laughs> Anyway, look, they've got a crowd. The Rock's here. Might as well show them. It's been a big week for The Rock, by the way. Uh, he and Yeah, his... Black Adam continues to uh, <laughs> lose money. No, no, no. This week in 2001. Oh, oh, oh beg your uh, pardon. He and his wife, uh, Danny Garcia-Johnson, gave birth to their first child. A couple of days before He's this SmackDown. who? Jerry Garcia? No, Danny Garcia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we, we welcome Simone Johnson into the world in this week. Never heard of her. Never heard of her. 
I hope she doesn't get. I hope she doesn't get taken in by her cult. I wouldn't. I, we all hope that for our, for our child. I wonder if the rocks like how his family was to him. Like, I want to get in the wrestling. Oh, no, you don't. Shut your damn mouth. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. One of the biggest stars in the world. <laughs> I'm going to grab a pen. I'll cross out the... Because we're, we're freewheeling a little bit. I'm going to cross out the bits of, the bits of notes that we've gone through. So I don't Fantastic. Yeah, we don't want to uh, get distracted doing a rock promo, so... Exactly. Done that. I thought the bookend was a great name. I like the name. I like the name. The bookend. It's a decent name. Your name has to be a pun. Crossing out my bits. Sorry, the rock is explaining. Yes. And that is La Mahestral. <laughs> That's the right, The Rock's tag partner, Ultimo Dragon. <laughs> yes! Why did The Rock ever put over? Put over Ultimo Dragon. The 450 Splash. <laughs> I mean, as we said, the twisting moonsault. Hey, the Rock has come back. As he to said. Utah! Yeah. <laughs> to Utah. <laughs> Wheeler, Utah. Utah. Snap. Sorry, sorry. As the Americans call it, the Booker Bus. Um, <laughs> and he looked, obviously he looks like a million bucks. Oh, God, he looks amazing here. But his in-ring work, I'm interested to see once he gets past, uh, gets past Booker T, because apparently he's gone to people like watch his period. Uh, the Rock was even better than he was before he left. So there's absolutely no ring rust. Oh. Him, which is amazing to hear. And then, again, just the weird pacing and timing of this. Um, Booker T comes back out with his music, so makes you wonder why even bloody left. I, there's there's a few things in this opening ten minutes of SmackDown which makes me think this all is a bit off kilter. Unless book, unless like The Rock has to go. I know because he's here for the whole night, isn't he? I was going to say unless The Rock has to leave early. <laughs> and I thought, oh, no, traffic. he's in the main event, so he hasn't got to leave early. He hasn't got any traffic to beat. See, Booker's tell me not to say that's getting slowly more over. Getting there. It's a nice little catchphrase that he's invented in WWF. Oh, oh. it's Mr. Perfect. No, it's not. Yeah, here's the thing. Perfect Sean. What are you doing here? <laughs> Mecca of manhood, Perfect Sean. <laughs> Using the knockoff of Mr. Perfect's theme, which they have the rights to because it's theirs. I really hoped, I really, really hoped that Sean was going to come out and go, sorry, and Rob, I just wanted to say that Steve Austin's told me The Rock has just arrived. <laughs> that would have, for me, that would have put Stasiak <laughs> over. That would have put Stasiak over. Well, I know that there's a segment with Stasiak and The Rock coming up. And I, I was disappointed it's not this one, but we're looking forward to it. So Stasiak is out, and he's like, right, you know what? <laughs> I think this was used as a marker. This is so weird. Like, all right, keep on... Keep on talking. When right. we hit the point, we'll okay. send Sejak out. He'll just interrupt. All righty. So, Rock now. So then, uh, obviously, it's a very hard-hitting affair. Layer for Smack of Downeth. You know, it's oh. like Kawada. The Rock, look at this state of oh. that. It's amazing. The Rock kind of goes, oh, wait, they've rang the bell. It's a match. Somehow. 
They play his music. The battle of the second generation superstars, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, Rock's third. He's second. No, right now the Rock's first. He's, ah. he's bravely pinned. Oh, right. <laughs> Planet Stasiak. And now they kill his music because the promo hasn't finished. <laughs> Is that the first As match? I was saying before I was surrounded. Does he say that? I think he does. Is that the first time that a match has occurred during a promo? <laughs> yeah, well, anyway. Where a match has led to a promo. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe rude not to do that. <laughs> Biggest match of Sean Stasiak's career, that was. Book is like three days. Is that counting today or? Is... <laughs> yeah. Hang on. From now or from tomorrow? You get me on medal? Oh, oh, SummerSlam. Right, 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 right. I know this is a really weird bit that I don't quite get. So the main event for the pay per view, SummerSlam 2001, is. Say it, Rock. He's got a great. He said he. Oh, oh my god, this is a live SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. The Rock forgot The Rock's pronouns. <laughs> so the main event is Rock versus Booker. And one of the only times I remember this happening, they go, how about we have a match tonight instead? Because you can't wait for the pay-per-view. And they do. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't happen very often. It's a weird setup. Now, this is a weird thing because <laughs> it, Rocket wants I kind of feel like this, been, this, this match has been written by an AI. AI Smackdown so Suck far. at enjoyment noises. What are you saying, Joe? <laughs> so, yeah, the Rock Challenges do to a lights out match. At no point do the commentators explain what that means. No. I mean, because right now the entire night's a lights on match. And Booker obviously doesn't do it because his PCL's hurt, so he can't. He literally repeats it. what The Rock says. Yeah. I don't know. Even worse, Heyman says, Booker can't be that stupid to accept. And Booker goes, okay. <laughs> I didn't hear that, like, man. All right, great. Fantastic. Because Booker's gimmick is he's stupid, because this is the week after on Raw. Um,. They did the promo where, like, a Booker at school going, hey, Booker, what's two plus two? I know the answer. Thomas Jefferson, sucker. <laughs> Which you said beforehand is like, no, no, Rock, can you not kill Booker yet? Kill Stasia. <laughs> how does the French, how does, how do the French say more? We, oui, we, oui, no, it's encore. Ah. That's right. That that was the rumor and innuendo uh, that they gave him like, the gimmick of being dumb after he didn't do that well on the weakest. The link. weakest link was the reason why. <laughs> he was rubbish. You on look it. bad on a UK game show. So your new gimmick, your new setting set of life, is you're dumb. But when you're when you're looking for any reason just to find a find an excuse to bury somebody, you'll find it. That's right. I remember my notes now. He says, "How dare anyone call me dumb? I was a magnum cum latte." 
<laughs> oh, magma. That was it. Magma cum latte at the, uh, at the university I went to. And obviously, Heyman goes, magma cum latte. And I wrote down, I'd like to drink that coffee. <laughs> Which must taste better than Subway. <laughs> the sandwich of diddlers. As Dajiri is able to overcome Albert's massive heed. They say the fist for the new SmackDown set was modelled on the back half of it. <laughs> to set up Commissioner Regal and light heavyweight champion Tajiri. As Regal has already got the microphone talking about, we, we, we don't call them sub, we don't call the sub, sub, sandwiches Subway over here, over in bloody old England. We call, we call them London Underground. <laughs> we call them soccer. All right, I'll have a London Underground Subway sandwich, please, with rats and cigarette butts. <laughs> oh, get me a 12-foot-long tube. Yes. <laughs> um, that first segment, quick thoughts on that. I thought it was very messy, uh, really <laughs> weirdly paced. Like, it felt rushed. It felt like somebody arrived to the building. It felt like legitimately The Rock arrived to the building late. And yeah. that's why they did it, the way they did it. Yeah. It legit, legitimately felt like the rock walked through the door. Tom, Tom, moment. Tom, you're talking all over the X Factor overdub theme. Oh, I know. We can't enjoy not Uncle Cracker <laughs> with you talking. Um, yeah, a, a big mess. I don't know why we're doing Booker versus Rock. Uh, it's definitely live. <laughs> oh, it's definitely live. Maybe they did it deliberately shoddy. To say, no, no, it's live, folks. If it was pre-taped, it wouldn't look this bad. Baffled by the, the lights out match stip which they don't explain. They just throw out the term lights out and you can tell the fans aren't really into it because they don't know what it is. Ooh. It's like if you just go, tonight, me and you, in a minestrone Christmas match. Yeah. Just words. We all know what that is. Yeah, we're going to exposition everything but what that match means. Yeah. We'll oversell every bit of the story, but when there's a bit of story that you legit need information on, we ain't going to tell you yeah, anything, exactly. pal. So obviously Regal and Six start off in the tribute to WWE Saturday Night 97, I imagine. Nice. Um, Should we do an email it. whilst these guys are fighting? You can do a pigeon post, sir. A pigeon post? Uh, okay, so thank you for your email, classic at cultaholic.com. Slightly different to normal. We're going to chuck us some emails as we go along. Sup, nerds? Hey, that's us. First and foremost, speaking as your absolutely first and best clown listener of this prestigious podcast, I want to thank you too for the amazing and hilarious content. I'm, if I'm not pissing myself laughing, uh, such classics to do with Lugs, Chef Boyardee, and our Lord and Savior Stupid Kane, I'm getting a wonderful insight into a world of wrestling that I never got around to watching as a kid. It's great to learn about the ins and outs of the business this way, and I can't thank you too enough for making it both informative and hilarious. Thank you, clown. After hearing these Star Trek Reese's pieces, I wanted to present my own one, and how could I possibly not send you guys a Sonic-related one? Oh, here we go. If you have any wrestler, past or present, to be voice actors for these Sonic characters who would you have uh, this is by the way from Maya porcelain pumpkin who's reached Aww. out today our delicious friend Maya much love to you and yours thank you PP thank you very much right so let's go through let's let's come up with some voice actors for these characters Sonic so it's a voice actor for re a wrestler wrestling. voicing a Sonic character oh god Sonic uh, I'm going to say for this, I, I don't know whether it has to be from the year, from 2001, or just from in general. Um, I'm going to say LA Knight. Oh. I'm going to go modern. I'm going to go LA Knight. Wow. That's a stunning answer, that. Mm. Okay. Eggman. Yeah. Yeah. Angel Island. Yeah. yeah. Albert's massive heat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. Um, man. 
as dumb as it sounds. The Rock. Nice. Sonic talking in the third person. Uh, Tails. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm going to say. I'm gonna say Roxanne Perez. Um, Ivory. <laughs> nice. Knuckles. Booker T. <laughs> 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 Or Brock Lesnar. you do. Or Brock Lesnar. I did that first. <laughs> I call it the brass knucks. <laughs> uh, oh, God, that's good. It's a good one, isn't it? Well, that or I'm going to pick uh, Australian Knuckles from the Sonic OVA because he had that hat with corks on, so he's Australian. Nice. Grayson Waller. Nice. I'm going to pick you on Instagram, Sonic. <laughs> Amy Rose. Oh... Uh, Oh, Becky Lynch. She's got to be Irish. Oh, nice. Okay. I, Irish, you know, Mobius, the Death Egg, <laughs> Ireland. I'll go Stephanie McMahon. Oh, God. I'd leave her. <laughs> Metallic, she's yours. <laughs> Shadow. Uh, I can't what Shadow's voice actor sounds like. Maria. <laughs> oh, Kane. <laughs> uh, I'm That's going gonna... to be stupid, Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with Sean O'Hare. Um, <laughs> rest his soul. Rouge. Mandy Rose. <laughs> Rouge. <laughs> Rouge! <laughs> hey, little boy. Give me the hidden gems. <laughs> Dr. Eggman. Oh. Paul Heyman. Oh, damn it, yeah. Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> Roman Reigns. <laughs> Nice. Metal Sonic. I'm the egg line. <laughs> and who? Metal Sonic. Uh, Kane. Oh, no. Voice I've got Kane. Oh, damn it. What's going to be a robot in wrestling? Um, other than Deborah, who's on screen, Connor forgetting her lines Connor as Renshaw. always. Ah, you hear the Mackham cyborg himself. Um, who sounds... <laughs> Big <laughs> Come <cat>. Tuesday. <laughs> oh, Wagner. Von Wagner. <laughs> Big the cat. I think come Tuesday might be good for Big the Cat. I was going to say, yeah, I might already play my hand too soon <laughs> there. You can do both. You feeling froggy? Taz. Oh. 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 Take yeah. Taz. You can have Taz. Yes. Cream the rabbit. Uh, no, I've just eaten, thanks. Um, what does she do? Um, I get very lame. Oh, yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, Asuka. <laughs> Beach. I'll go Dakota Kai. Uh, Ray and Mighty. Oh, Jesus, PP. Look at She's gone deep, isn't she? <laughs> People who don't even have dialogue are getting options. <laughs> uh, Ray and Mighty, I will just, I will say... Um, Street Profits. <laughs> I'm oh. going to tag team for them. I'll go Legado del Fantasma. Nice. Espio Charmy Invector. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> All of Dark Order. Dark Order. I agree, Dark Order. And finally, Scratching Grounder. Don't change their voices. Oh. They're perfect. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gee, Earl Hebner wants us to sign this petition. Austin <laughs> Invitational. I, <laughs> I can beat Sonic. I'll just use my drill. <laughs> 
What a gang there. What an assorted um, gang. What was the monkey called? Uh, Coconuts. Coconuts. From Sonic, yeah. the animated series. Yeah, I bring him up because he was a very unimportant third-rate character. Like that roster. Yeah. The Hollies. Was... Kaintai. Edge's abs. Here's a good question, segment that I won't talk over. Edge is really excited about signing himself up for the Austin Invitational that he sent um, Earl, do you want a free T-shirt? Hebner to go ask the WF locker room to sign. So Angle signed his thing there. And Christian has gone, Edge, you're being really selfish. We have a, ch a chance at getting back the WF tag titles tonight. Honestly, how dare you think of just about yourself, you? All you do is that. You're very narrow-minded. As then Christian leaves with Edge's trophy that he still holds and carries around like it's his own. The delicious nuance of the slow burn Edge and Christian breakup. And it's all, it's lost. Like Get you your said, priorities it's The crowd doesn't even react. And here is Ivory, who's made a shocking, you sat down, a shocking defection to the Alliance. <laughs> I didn't even know it, it happened. <clears throat> Ivory? <clears throat> Ivory's on the Alliance side. Now, logistically, I get it. Because you need to have uh, some more women's matches between the two. But Stacey and Tori both got injured during the bra and panties tag match. <laughs> Why? <laughs> According to the Ross report, they both <laughs> they both suffered injuries during that during well, that I'm match. I'm not laughing at the injury. I'm laughing at the fact that two of the bra and panties match. Yeah. You know, like Onita and Pogo. <laughs> They're not trained wrestlers, bless them. Well, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. So, um, so Ivory's there to kind of strengthen the numbers and have some women's matches because Trish Stratus is still out of the picture at the moment. She's uh, still out with an injury. She should be due back in a, in a month or so. So they're just sort of building up some stuff for the women's division and that's what the women's division gets this week. Wow. I Ivory know. and Tess, the Alliance, better than ever. <laughs> Interesting choices from the Alliance side of things. You consider that you've got Shane McMahon, Stephanie McMahon and Paul Heyman. All making those decisions. Paul Heyman, with his stroke, isn't getting anybody in at the moment. That's just a myth. Oh, oh, I see. So this was Raw from Monday night. Yeah, this hey, look. Look who's also appearing in the building late <laughs> after the show's already started. <laughs> it's the opening video, Tom. Uh, yeah, this is something. It's a very strange yeah. pace. Austin Pilmanizing Angle's ankle. Uh, not called Pilmanizing just yet, even though Austin has every right to call it that. because I'm sure. I'm sure that... EWR were calling it Pilmanizing. Yeah, by yeah this I think point. everyone else was. You know, it's one of these things we picked up. And Austin isn't happy with the Alliance's work rate. Oh, he's been reading the dirt sheets, Tom. <laughs> so what? he's also not happy with Raven, who lost a crappy match to Perry Sutton in about two minutes that no one cares about. There he is. Uh, on SmackDown. We talked about that last week. And then Jericho beat Hugh Morris in about a minute and a half last week. So Austin has reason. To have a go at these guys. I like that there's actually a reason for him having a go yeah. at these, these doofuses. storyline reasoning. Yeah. Having a go at guys like Dreamer and Awesome who just suck, which I hate, but it is true at this point. And Austin's even mad at the Alliance commentator, We Fat Taz. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, come on, why? Is he just echoing the thoughts of Vince? And he goes, no. <laughs> Last Smackdown, The Rock Bottom was administered to Shane McMahon as Taz just sat there being chubby. <laughs> Taz should have jumped in and choked out the rock. Exactly, like the world's most miserable dustbin. <laughs> I mean, Taz he's... just watched it happen. Now... And so Austin is going to whip Taz, and Taz is going to take it. Except he's not, oh. as he defies Austin. The coolest thing Taz has ever done, <laughs> and that's that. And then uh, everyone beats him up because it's tough love in the Alliance. And then they whip him. 
with the whip hitting every bit of Taz's wee fat body. <laughs> it's not even Austin's biggest belt. <laughs> that's his, that's, I believe that's his dental floss. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, for Taz. So yeah. So Taz took a hell of a beating from uh, Austin's spare laces he had carrying around. And Debs has changed their tune. It's like, that was good. Hey, Austin, I like you now. Because they realized that they want will just keep the edge in Christian who can remember more than one line. So Deb <laughs> says, what you said, Austin, is all she should say. And <laughs> yeah, Earl, she was, asked, like... she was asked backstage about nuance. And she went, no, those ants have been there for ages. Yeah. And they went, well, just good to turn <laughs> your heel. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, here's your list. Also, do you want a Whitney Hutton t-shirt? They're going for cheap because my brother Dave can't Whitney spell. Whitney Hutton! It's a Whitney Houston t-shirt, but it's got a picture of the B-52s on. <laughs> and so Austin goes, ah, I'm going to take on the first dum-dum, the first dim we're on this list because I'm so tough. And it's like, Kurt Angle, what are <laughs> you doing here? Oh, shit! And Deb, Deb's had all of their lines written on that shit, that script, but she still forgot them, so just cut away to the crowd. <laughs> God, she's bad. So we're getting the Austin Invitational next. Silver Spoon next. motherfucker. Someone has a sign that says that. Oh, that, was, that must mean that last roar was the Jericho Rock promo on Stephanie, where Jericho referenced the boobies hitting the floor. And uh, The Rock had to do a, a thing where the last line he was going to say was Silver Spoon, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And Steph was late, so he just had to say it. She was motherfucker. It's like, hey, how dare you? It's like, oh, can no woman here in this fucking company do a promo? <laughs> um, on reg regards to Austin's uh, work backstage so far and his promos, uh, Brian Alvarez says the following. Austin how does he say it, Tom? Austin... Austin kept saying what repeatedly. Oh, Must no. be another inside joke. Brian, like sandbag it, sandbag it. Like the, the hug and the carrot. Note to WWF, I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves, but none of us fans at home give a shit about your inside jokes, and frankly, it annoys us. We won't be chanting what in 20 years' time, I assure you. He was right, though. He was bang on. Is this the debut of Austin's new music? Cookie, 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 cookie. Nah, or was that last week? week? Yeah. Okay. Couldn't quite remember. Half fax machine, half garbage truck reversing. No, I think he's got rid of the garbage truck. The garbage truck's gone. These there, things the are so weird. Oh, no, they have to move the camera, so... Taz's face should have been obscured fully by the Chiron. They should have zoomed dead in. Like, yeah. And just yeah, like, yeah, no, no, it's perfect. Just, oh, it's like perfect, yeah. Just his eyes. Go back to that shot. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, Taz is commentating, and he's obviously in a great mood, because not only is he having to be reminded that um, he, he sucks and smells, he sat next to Heyman, who's ragging on him. I'm sure Taz is just like, this is he's had nightmares about the situation. Mm. Because if you ever watch any 98, 99 Taz, those promos where he's fully believing everything he's saying. Where he's like, I'll beat up anybody in WWF and WCW. I'll put Hogan in a stretcher. I'll snap Austin's neck twice just to make sure he's dead. And all these other amazing promos mm. like about everybody. And his reality hitting us harder than uh, Paul Burchill's case falling apart at the trial. Paul um, Burchill? No, hang on. He <laughs> said Paul Burchill, oh, Paul Burrow. What's Pirate Paul Birchall done? Whatever according happened to, to your pirate brother? According to the code of law, nothing. 
Now, Paul Heyman being a little bitch here in the world of the what yeah, we're seeing. Yeah, because he's like, hey, Taz, what are you talking about Austin for? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Austin's and then Heyman's just got in the ring. Oh, you'll never believe what that little <laughs> bastard Taz has been saying since you sat down here. And it goes to John. It's just, oh. And I love the, the sissification of Taz live <laughs> and on screen as Heyman has an anarchy rules lanyard. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It does Why? work, but I'm like, okay. Why not? I love that he has an anarchy rules lanyard. <laughs> and, a, and a pagged old ECW hat. <laughs> Still got the rat bites on it. <laughs> but I love that Austin just doesn't even make eye contact with Taz. I even gone, he was saying shit about you, and Austin's like, whatever, anyway, I'm doing this. He can't make eye contact, he's got a bad neck. <laughs> Put your belt on there, and off it uh, <laughs> uh, Austin, Austin tried to put his belt on the top turnbuckle, and as the camera pans away, you just slowly see the belt just fall <laughs> off the buckle. Logistically, that was never going to work. No. It's like a slinky go down the stairs. It's like, oh, whatever. Just basic gravity rules there. Not anarchy rules, gravity rules. So Austin uh, uh, out for another filler promo. <laughs> because Austin was so disgusted by the uh, the acts, the crappy acts, I guess, of the alliance, that Roy says, "I'm going to have the Austin Invitational. I'm just going to talk, and I hope you like us talking about it because now's a good time for an email because uh, this." Because Austin is going to get to the point in about 10 minutes' time. Uh, hello, I am a massive Kent listener, and I'm proud to say KMFM is still going strong. Oh, yes. Thank you. Keep it local. Massive Kent. Also, when Ross sees Vera being filmed in Newcastle, does he run past with one arm in the air shouting, Vera? <laughs> nice. Thank you. Thank you. You've, you've fulfilled your random reference quota. As Scotty Duarte makes his debut. Is, yeah. is it written, is Austin's appearance. going to read out the first name on the list, mm. which is Scotty Duhotty. And Taz stood up, I know we can't tell, to protest this and goes, no, it's supposed to be Angle. Anyway, at the time of watching the invasion angle, I was 11 or 12 years old. I actually enjoyed the storyline. I was young and foolish, I know. I also smugly predicted that WWF would lose, as rumor and innuendo around the playground suggested they were in a legal battle with the World Wildlife Fund at the time. I get why oh. you think that. I thought they wrote this storyline to allow them to rebrand as WCW, thus getting <laughs> around the lawsuit. I was young and foolish and a That's massive great. Kentish mark, I know. But I get why you think that. That's, that's all right. Confession time. Is there anything you thought as a kid about wrestling that you look back on now thinking you were an idiot? Kind regards from Sonny Canterbury, Paul. Thank you, Thank Paul. you very much, Paul. You're massive, Kent. Uh, I am going to say the thing I've said many times, and it deserves mockery and deserves analysis into the mm. psyche of Matthew. When Crash Hollywood come out with his scales and declare himself, well, my brother is well over 400 pounds. Uh, I'm half his size. I am also well over 400 pounds. I do not know how muscles or density or mass really worked. So I assumed if a man brought out scales every week and called himself 400 pounds, then by God, Tom, he must be a man of conviction and he must be well over 400 pounds. <laughs> yeah, well, you believed it. I mean, you could be 400 pounds in 5'3", or whatever he was, but that's, um, I don't think doctors approve of that approach to life. <laughs> I think Marlon Brando will go, whoa, whoa, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sort yourself out there, pal. But uh, yeah, I just believe that Crash Holly had really dense muscles. I I made, made it filled with lead. Apparently. <laughs> what about you, Tom? Uh, I never saw the King of the Ring promo from '96 until a few years into my fan, maybe a few months into my fandom. 
And uh, I honestly thought that Austin 316 was a legitimate thing that Austin had invented and didn't get the religious connotation and thought it was just a thing that Austin, like there was a book where Austin had all the rules about wrestling in and that was in there. <laughs> I didn't know oh, there was a... I didn't the know book there was of Austin. Book of Austin, chapter three, verse 16. I thought it was a, a genuine thing. I didn't get the religious connection until after I saw King of the Ring. I went, ah. That's a fair point. Bro. I'll own that. I'll own that. Wow, that, that's great. Yeah. So I didn't realize it was John 316. I only realized this like last few years. John 316 was, and still is, an expression that people reference in sports a lot. I forget, I forget what exact line it is, but people bring John 316 Shall signs. Shall we find out? Yeah. Like to other events. So that, the 316 aspect was a thing before that. That's why I like John. That's why he referenced that specific thing. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I have no idea how that fits into college football. <laughs> Me neither. But they seem to love it. So if you just Google John 3.16, you see lots of people bringing in signs like pre-Austin. Oh, you know anything else, really. There's lots of stuff to do online. Um, this is Scotty Too Hotty. Obviously the first line on the list. And Austin just belittles him. Oh, just, just absolutely him tears him apart. As Scotty Do Hotty wears what I can only describe as an early 2000s sex pest shirt that says, want to see my worm. <laughs> We're getting to that period where everyone's just slightly dodgy mm. with their, their, their shirts and their expressions and stuff like that. O2. I remember O2 is, is just a general thing going off the rails somewhat before they settle things down in the right oh, oh 05, oh 04. But we've got a long way to go until then. Even longer if I forget my bloody notes. Uh, but Scotty Do Hoddy, he's having a good time of it right now, doing his little tour. And it was nice to see him just because he's so loved, just going on and go, look, look, I, I, can people try, trying to book me against women? I, it's just not something I want to do. Yeah, that's fair. And you're like, well, what about, you know, China and uh, what's that woman from the Bashams? Oh, Shaniqua. Shaniqua. And he's like, well, that was a long time. It was a different time. Mm. I don't want to do it. I've got a daughter now who's like 20. So, Now, I, uh, I dropped Scott Garland a message when I said we would be watching this. and uh, You went, great. I'm watching Emmerdale Farm. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want from me? Uh, we're chatting next week. Uh, so I'm going to ask him about this segment, and you'll hear it in the podcast next week. Oh, bloody hell, will we? Because I thought I'd because I said to him, look, we're doing this. We do this classic SmackDown review. We're watching the Austin Invitational. Would love to know your thoughts on it, what went down, and stuff like that. He wasn't available to a chat this week, but we're going to catch up next week. Talk about the UK tour, and I'm going to ask him about this. So you'll hear that in the podcast next week. I'm eager to, to hear because because this is this such is, a great segment it, for, for character work. <clears throat> we are talking over it. It does take forever, but it's. Really establishing Austin is just this rotten, almost like uh, what's his bloody name? I love it. He the starts drill calling sergeant. him Kurt. Yeah, the drill sergeant from Full Metal Jacket. You know, like I'm gonna belittle you. You can't do anything to me. I'm gonna say whatever I like. And like the Watts really digging in. He said in a brutally unfunny way. And again, yeah, as you said, call him Kurt. Start pounding, you're gonna be begging me to stop. Oh well, that, that'll work on Tinder. <laughs> it's this is so good. Like Scotty, who is just not making eye contact with Steve Austin, and Austin who's just screaming in his face, calling him Kurt, yeah. talking through what he's gonna to do to him at SummerSlam. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's great. Boot, boot camp Austin. <clears throat> oh, and he gets the world title. Mm -hmm. oh. Obviously, because it fell off the thing. 
and uh, just rubs it in his face. He goes, this is the closest you're ever going to get to it. Which is eerily what Shawn Michaels did to him in 98. Oh, yeah. Remember? Shawn Michaels holding the belt to Austin, who was tied up in the road. Yeah, it's the closest you'll ever get. Yeah. That was a great little segment. They're kind of calling back here. It takes a lot of skill to hold that title and the microphone and Scotty's face and rub it in <laughs> and still do these lines well. Deborah, take note. <laughs> also like Hottie's uh, Guy Ferrari hair. All along on the commentary, Taz has been reading Austin the Riot Act. So oh, yeah, worth, yeah, Taz. Like, worth go, 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 mentioning go. that. Taz in between tears. Oh, nice to do that. Going too far, says Taz, spelled F A H. Again, just the, the lovely bit rate on this, you can see all the sweat coming off Austin. Yeah, okay. brilliant. He's got the meat sweats. <laughs> Holly looks like he wants to cry. And again, the camera's zoomed in lovely, but lovely, yeah. <laughs> lovingly. So that it's just their faces filling the screen. Cinematography. That's great. When Kevin Dunn was good at this. Kevin does have flashes of brilliance. I think he just kind of cruises on autopilot. It's the magic of having just one shot and keeping people's attention. And he's doing the Pledge of Allegiance like he did last week when he was mocking Kurt, who did the Pledge of Allegiance. The crowd ah, went, yay! This is the bit. And then but he turns his back <laughs> as he's doing the pledge. <gasps> Bang, bang, bang. The pop! The pop! The pop for that! Scotty New Holly after taking shit for 10 minutes is gonna hit the worm on the world champion. W! Oh, Whoa! No! No! Oh. You dumb son of a bitch. Imagine if he'd hit the worm. What a joy. <laughs> what a joy. It's like if one of Hurricane Helms hit the double choke summit Rumble 02. Oh. The, that reaction was sensational. Dragging him up. Just to stunner him and Hottie taking a beautiful stunner. I think Hottie was the first person to ever take the stunner on TV. Oh, really? Yes, he... Um, no, Bart Gunn was. Damn it. You were close. I thought it was true. Anyway, and then Angle comes out. Proud American. Angle, there he is. Who's getting hit so hard by Austin, his medals have gone round to the other side. And there's a Angle double-legging Austin. You remember Angle talking about in his book? He said, like, him and Triple H were a bit unsure if they're going to go or not. How... If he was still recovering from his concussion or not. And uh, yeah, Angle just double-legged him one time. Anyway, Taz comes out to help, to help, to applaud Angle. And then, oh, that fat little bitch just put the Taz mission, the Kataja Hajime, on Wait, Kurt Angle. They're teaming up. They're teaming up. So Taz got whipped last week. He came out and chewed out Austin on commentary. And they had Scotty come out. Because you know so what? So Angle has... could make the save. And here's his team WWF as Tom also does a runner. He's scared of the Hollies. What's that, Tom? Where are he you? He was a setter, boy! Sorry, Tom, we didn't get that. Can you do it again? Thank you, Tom. I think he did it again. <laughs> well, you know, it's a live episode, folks. Anything can happen. I can't put into words how much I detest 
those things in wrestling. I don't think it's so much as a setup as it is. <laughs> of course, it was a setup. As, you know what? I'm I'm not even defending this rubbish, but like I think it's a case of let's establish Taz. What's more? Uh, what's going to make you boo more than like someone who's rotten and evil like Austin just to be litting people? Someone who's pathetic in taking it. Yeah. Oh, Taz, like you could have beaten up Austin. That was your chance. And you went with saving him. Turn, oh. Turns out Taz is quite partial to a shit sandwich. Who'd have thunk it? No, you know, catering. Violet. <laughs> And Angle says, "I'm gonna make. I'm gonna treat SummerSlam like it's the '96 Olympics and bringing the gold back home." Oh, it's coming home! It's <laughs> coming home! It's coming! Wrestling's coming home! From the evil country of WCW. <laughs> Again, we said before, and oh, it's it's weird that intensity I from I didn't realize this all this pro USA stuff from Angle was pre 9/11. But it looks like, you know, very fortunate timing, I guess. Uh, obviously, mm. I'm using my timing very, my words very careful there. Obviously, I don't mind any disrespect there. But uh, you'd expect them to do, you know, this type of stuff post that. I realize they were unironically like, yeah, USA all the way, baby, in August. Yeah, deeply unironic. <laughs> deeply unironic. USA. Well, maybe it's like Malarkey. no sense of irony. Like, yeah, he's a nerd, but he's our nerd. Yeah, so, there speaking is like... of which, the nerd himself, Kurt Angle, <laughs> challenged for the hardcore title, which is held by Rob Van Dam and Raw. But Jeff Hardy, the silly bugger, uh, helped stop an interfering Raven. Uh, so Angle's able to hit the Angle Slam. But then Tommy Dreamer, useless bastard, um, managed to tap <laughs> out. So Jeff Hardy, with his own referee, then pinned RVD to take the hardcore title back as Kurt Angle's just sat there like, you know, Yesterday's leftovers, which means at SummerSlam, it will be RVD versus Jeff Hardy for the hardcore title. We're running yeah, it back. Yeah, like, that'll be good. <laughs> I can't remember if it tops their invasion match or not, but I guess we'll find out when we watch it live. I guess we will. Stephanie McMahon now accompanying Rhino to the ring. Yeah, Rhino, the, the only the guy who's getting a fucking push. Sorry. Yeah. At least he's an ECW original. So Sorry, there's some logic only, there. You are right, Tom. He's the only person who has somebody like from the McMahons or another manager or something like that who's actually really happy with his progress and what he's doing he just wrecked the set last week so got the giant fist thanks Rhino yeah um, so but on Raw Jericho was able to make Rhino the wild beast the man beast tap out and the silver spoon motherfucker was then put in the walls <laughs> for like half a second before the balls of Jericho were punched <laughs> by Rhino and the how's your father one, two, three, grab the tights, Nick Patrick. One, two, three, piece of shit. Go off it, Jericho. Oh. Big mistake for, from Steffi Man, who knew that spot was coming on that night and wore a skirt. And you could see she was struggling with it to stop the perverts <laughs> in the audience from getting, getting any stills that might last yeah, but the test. The pervert design. in the ring, Jericho, was still able to get to her. Yeah, still very much able to get to her. A um, few other bits of news from this particular week in the wrestling, going through Jeff my Jeff Hardy, Megan Matthews. Sorry, what was the other news? <laughs> um, uh, the WWS pay-per-view marketing team uh, have won the Mark Award, ironically, ah for the, from the Cable and Telecommunications Association for marketing this week. Uh, this is the category Marketing Excellence in Consumer Contests and Sweepstakes. It was the war award given in recognition for WrestleMania All Day Long contest that oh, they ran okay. at a WrestleMania 7X7 uh, uh, yeah, WrestleMania 17. Don't tell me they got an award for that one kid and his 
bloody limp biscuit Photoshop job. I think it was the I think it was the Australian lady who was like WWF rules. Did she win oh. the competition? I can't remember. You she know, did it's because I've watched that pay per view more times than I've seen. You know, my mum and dad's wedding that they recorded. <laughs> um, you recorded over it. Yeah, I, I probably recorded over it. And they were like, "Ah, oh, sorry, it's Maniac Seven, it's a banger." Mm. I know exactly who you're talking about. I hope she's living a good life. I hope she is as well. She'll be on Desert Island Graps in two weeks' time. <laughs> well, obviously, Austin Rock. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and then probably TLC too. Oh, well, I see how this is going. You're just yeah. picking all of them, you freak. And then the gimmick battle royal. <laughs> I mean, that'd be mine, to be fair. Uh, also this week uh, on UPN, uh, a new oh, TV the network sh- of Star Trek Voyager, mm. Shasta McNasty. And that claymation thing that we still can't remember the name of without checking Google. And now Manhunt, which is a reality <laughs> show oh, no. where the contestants pose as fugitives trying to escape actors pretending to be bounty hunters. I think, I think they did that on <laughs> Channel 4. Oh, yeah, I remember. It's like... called Release the Hounds. <laughs> or did I make that up? Wait, I, I, why are you linking that up? About the... having um, someone who's close to you as actors of fugitive escape the law when Chris Jericho's in the ring wrestling, Tom. <laughs> Is there some sort of subtle jab you're trying to get? Oh, it was just pure timing. Uh, this is a show developed by WWE's production house, and it stars oh. uh, w- a WWF development talent playing Big Tim, one of the bounty hunters, uh, who goes under the name John Cena. Big Tim. John Cena starring as Big Tim. Big Tim. Big Tim on Manhunt. And this would be John Cena's like first major TV role. Yeah. And then he'd go on to be, you know, arguably the greatest bounty hunter of them all in the hero that he plays. <laughs> it's fallen out of my head. What are you talking about? Where did you play a Manhunter? He play, he's, he's in it. He's this week. This week he played, um, he was Big Tim in Manhunt. No, no, no. Be like, the, no, no, like the superhero. What? You know the superhero that he plays? Peacemaker. Oh, 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 oh I see. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. I got chosen this week for the John Cena follow. I saw. I, I know. Saw, I know. I have been chosen. Farewell, my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move on to a better place. Hello. Good eye. Hello, lad. Oh. It's okay. You can come in. Andrew and Adam oh. are sneaking in to take some yeah. equipment. It's audio only. Oh. So, oh, you just have to hear the noises in the background. You're taking. What are you doing like with that? Like Santa's elves. What fixing the shoes. <laughs> what are you doing with that hammer? Put it away. <laughs> no, don't be like Park. He's a bad influence on you. You're a pure little lad. Are yeah. you? Are Actually, you can hear whatever you want to it, though, because he's a good lad. He's earned his right. Are you planning to do what I think you're going to do with that? That's fine. That's I. I predicted. No, no. Oh no! Oh, they're, not, they're not doing what you think they're going to do. Okay. Well, either way. Right, well, they have to nice. kill Jack. So take take it easy, lads. If you want to know what that was behind the scenes of, uh, check out the predictions video uh, on the YouTube channel right now for Full Gear, which is later today. Isn't that great? Because if this hasn't been put together well, uh, uh, we wouldn't have heard that exciting noise. Hey, well, yeah, we we we, we would have done it. Sneezing. We probably would have still heard it. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Uh, I'm not part of the Full Gear. Uh, uh, reactions because it's our engagement party. Oh, yeah. Today. You, you're still coming, aren't you? Because I've had quite a few dropouts. That's fine. Of course, I wouldn't miss this. I've had some, I've had some dropouts in the last few hours. Bless you. Yeah. So there'll be some people there. That's fine. Oh, At least three. It's great seeing uh, the people in this match we'd have and see what would happen later on. This is just a standard tag match. RVD and Rhino versus Jeff Hardy and Chris Jericho. We'd see bangers with RVD and Jericho later on in the year. We'd see bangers with RVD and Jeff Hardy. Obviously, SummerSlam's coming up. Mm. Uh, Rhino and RVD would have some little blinders on SmackDown and Raw. 
and classics between uh, Jericho and Jeff. Uh, Jericho and Rhino would also wrestle. <laughs> Their match at SummerSlam is not good. No, it's a shame because like they, they have the potential to put on some bangers. You know, uh, Road Dog said Jericho was like the sloppiest guy you ever worked with. Yeah, but, uh, but then Road Dog said that Bret Hart is worth shit. He said what? The guy said that. <laughs> oh, I mean, so, he's pinch still a, taking pinch, up his... Pinch, uh, uh, <laughs> pity pinch, pin, pinch of salt when listening to the what Road the Dog talk. What the hell are you trying to say there? Piddly pinch. Pit, piddly pinch, pit, pinch of salt. I was trying to do it in the same cadence as dig, dig, diggity. Oh, oh. Pinch, pinch, I pinch, 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 salt. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all his references ready when he interviews that Australian woman. You know, pinch pinly salt. Oh, I get it. Oh, you know. That, You'd have to get it. You, your your so memory would have to be wiped. Like the first versions of that game, to not get that right. Hey, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Tell us about growing up in, I don't know, fucking Tuba Ruba. New South Wales. <laughs> no way, get <laughs> fuck, fuck off. <laughs> just, just giving. Tell us about growing up in Bing, in Bingabungada. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> what was it like meeting Knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> Is everything upside down in your place? Do you all get didgeridoo lessons at school? <laughs> just an awful, awful person. She hung up ten minutes ago. We just an abuse at her. <laughs> I want to get her on Desert Island Craps now. Oh, I want to God. see if she's all right. I'm yeah. really worried that she's not. <laughs> Wait, look at this. She's doing well until this. RVD getting her out again for the second week in a row. Oh, naughty boy. To do the Joey Mercury, ow, oh, my face has fallen off spot. It doesn't look that good, but you know what? I'll excuse him given the fact that Joey Mercury's face fell off that one time. La so. latre. And then RVD, even when he was uh, would reduce a lot of the moves and impact he was doing, because realizing he was on the road so often, um... God, he'd still had that five-star, like, nothing's business. Oh, my God. And he still does... He only got to do it very briefly there, but that elevated pin... Yeah. ...where he sticks his ass up. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> um, to make sure that it's harder for the dude to kick out. I see what you A, a very there. unique way of pinning that I only think Rob Van Dam has done over the years. I can't think of many others that have done it in that well, way. RVD Scarbrin, because he's like, you know what, you, you and uh, Jericho... I love that. I love that RVD went, oh, better get out of it. <laughs> Real shithousery from Rob Van Dam there. Mm. I knew Rob Van Dam had to leave the ring because it wasn't his spot. But it looks as if he's just left Stephanie to deal with it. Like, like ah, yeah. you're on your own, love. Well, obviously, he shouldn't be involved in this. Oh, and then Rhino managing to miss both Jericho oh. and Steph. You're right, he shouldn't be involved in it. But it just, for, for all intents and purposes, it just looked like he went... Ah, you're on your own. Yeah. Seen a bit. Yeah. I like Rhino missing one of his spots there. Jericho's like, ah, I'll see you in SummerSlam. I'll miss all of my spots. <laughs> Three spots you can miss. That's right. Oh, she's like, she, oh, yeah, Rob Van Damme's my guy. Like, and he just bailed on you. I would be furious with him. Bailed on you like you were original ECW. <laughs> He ran, oh. he, he, he ran as quickly as, as Paul Heyman when someone asked for pay. <laughs> ba bump so... Yeah, a replay of the quick pin. Go on, go on. Ah, oh, you bastards. There you go. Right, should we do another email? I've got okay, one more. Yeah, well, one more. Paul and Hamer are talking, might as well. Hello, boys! Hello. Tom and Math. hope you're both doing well on this fine day. So with wrestlers going to Hollywood becoming more common with people like Braun, Roman and Becky now appearing in movies and TV. What film is Braun, Braun in? Oh, I was on that 
<laughs> oh, hold on. Oh, hang on. Fucking Taz went backstage and put a towel on his head. This is how he was back in 97. Oh, it's Taz. Being quiet as we're watching Taz try to be Taz. Survive. Oh, to go from like, like Austin, from Taz in ECW going, Austin, he's I make him tap in a New York minute. I make him tap to going. I'm his favorite bitch. You could shut up. How that it was a good promo, but the bit where it's like, yeah, and Austin thinks I'm great. <laughs> but that's it. He's trying to be like uh, badass '97 Taz and also a little bitch. Yeah. But again, it's ugh. make sure you talk about Austin. Like all the stuff we talk about the Alliance stuff. Um, this probably wouldn't have been bad. Like the one email we had, if you're like 11 or 12 watching this the first mm. time, going, "Well, this is really cool." But if you're someone who knew these characters beforehand, you're just like, "Oh God." Anyway, seeing uh, him muster up the strength. Anyway, sorry. Go back to this email. I'll, Jeff Hardy makes it a ladder match for the hardcore title for SummerSlam. Get in. Oh, that'll never work. I was wondering if you two had any specific fan casts for certain franchises or if there are any roles you'd like to see wrestlers play. For me, I'd love to one day see Black Taurus cast as Bane. Oh, Can't, can't explain it. Nice. I just think it would work. And as a side quest in this question, if a wrestler was going to play Shadow the Hedgehog in the third Sonic movie, who would you pick to do so? Ironically, we've, just, we had? we've already how, just how? done that. We just did that exact question. I uh, wanted to finish up by saying thanks for keeping up the great reviews. Always makes my day when I listen to these on the train. Hello to you on the train. Choo choo is edge humps the ring. Uh, Booker T train. Sometimes <laughs> I fear listening to them and bursting out into hysterical laughter while on the train. Whether it's hearing bulldog impressions, random talk about Bovril, or Maff and Tom just being Maff and Tom. The podcast always put a smile on my boat race. Cheers, lads. Love you, bye. Thomas from Leicestershire. Thank wow, you, Thomas. Thomas from Leicestershire was sponsored by. Corn nuts, <laughs> Clearasil, and of course, Stacker 2. Do you want to lose fat and not get spots? Don't eat corn nuts. <laughs> Weird bastards. Thank you very much for the email, Paul. Uh, Triple H as Kratos. Oh, okay. By the way, that Braun one, I forgot. Um, that was that period when... Films that were getting made, and they would go, wow, this film looks like a piece of shit, but no one's going to watch it. Oh, it's okay, though. Netflix will buy it. Uh, They'll buy any cack. And Netflix declined that one. Wow. But Braun Strowman appeared dressed exactly the same as he does in WWE. It was Will Farrell and, um, what's his name, the other guy who was in War Card? John, uh, um, John C. Riley. Yeah, is it? Is that yeah. Him? Yeah. And it looked like the shit. Um... <laughs> Which more or less gets us ready for this match. DDP and Canyon versus Edging Christian. The stinker and his mate that comes out to a rip off of Bon Jovi, keep the faith. Yeah. Which we cannot do. DDP with the biggest trousers you've seen in a wrestler since Hogan in 98, wearing <laughs> those Kevin Smith things, wearing FUBU. <laughs> uh, so, what are we talking about? So, um, which wrestler would we like to see? Might as well pick a good one there. Mm. I'm going to say Triple H is Kratos. I like that. That's a good one. Um, 
I love the idea of maybe Montez Ford playing Smoking Joe Frazier in a biopic. Mm. Like, like chariz- the charisma for nothing else. The charisma. Um, I'd like to see... Is it bad that I'm trying to think of what he could play? And all I'm thinking of is in superhero and video game films. No, that's it's all that's out. That still works. No, we, you know, like, I'm not doing... Um, DDP and the Merchant of Venice. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, well, who, if, which superhero could he play? Yeah. Spat on my gabardine. <laughs> Taz is Mole Man in Fantastic Four. <laughs> Taz is Mole Man in The Simpsons. You never beat the Mole... Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> that Mole Man. Hey, I was saying Borgs. <laughs> I was saying Austin. I was Austin. <laughs> Austin. You talk to me. <laughs> see Reed Richards the mole man I've survived under the earth's crust for thousands of years dig me if you can yeah wait wait why are you talking like you're from Brooklyn if you're from underground <laughs> yo I'm from the New York I'm from the Brooklyn district yeah, of the underground from the Brooklyn district of soil yeah like, hang on, how's that even work from the red hook section dig, of the soil dig me if you can thank you Tom <laughs> dig I don't me if that. you can Undersell that, like, uh, Canyon's running Northern Light suplex. Canyon playing Boy George. That happened that time. Uh. <laughs> Lest we forget. Wow, he's getting a good remake. I mean, him, him and Han, all you need to do in this country is just go on fucking I'm a Celebrity and get a few jokes and apparently people <laughs> forgive you. Um, mm. Hancock, who's a bag of shit politician, people are going, hey, he's dead funny, which I hate. Let's Boy George, for- who, f- I don't know, am I the only person who remember him? Tying up a, a male <laughs> prostitute to his friggin' radiator. Yeah. Which I believe counts as kidnapping uh, in this country. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Good old boy, George. Yeah, come on. Culture club and all that. And Chris Miles, who's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hate this country sometimes. By the way, this match, Edgy Christian versus Canyon DDP, in another place, another time, another dimension. Another dimension. Another would've dimension. Would have been a banger. And it's just a random match on SmackDown where, again... Canyon and DDP getting no offense until Nick Patrick is able to help them. The evil referee, the evil eight-foot-tall referee. Well, Christian and DDP will find themselves in a few months' time. They certainly would. DDP taking out Christian and then helping the small package become a small package. A slightly smaller package. A Russian doll of packages. But then Christian pulls out Nick Patrick and managed to tear both his ACL and his PCL in the process because Nick Patrick is bigger than <laughs> Zeus. But then Christian, because he's got not his eyes on the prize, gets two chairs, one for him and one for Nick Patrick, I guess. Uh, they're going to do the concerto to Canyon. Concerto. Who better than Canyon for smacking daft with? Landstorm, of course, with the super kick. And those jeans and that lovely bottom. Yeah, oh, God. Oh. God, the speed on that guy. Mew. See you later, Navigator. Like, How's my arse look, Christian? Christian's like, great, Lance, thanks for asking. <laughs> oh, so Lance is distracted. Maybe they have a chance of looking strong here. Of course They're going to get a pinfall victory over Edge. Oh, Edge kicks out of the interference, like they did last week with Lance just... <laughs> Getting beat up and that basically a handicap match. No one's heard of these guys. It's okay though. Diamond cutter. Ba bang. Oh, there Canyon you go. pins edge clean. 
Oh, I was actually, I was seeing if Edge was going to kick out of that as well. That would have been hilarious. That would have killed DDP even further. That's right. Lance Storm. Hey, shit. Canyon. Hey, shit. DDP. Smells like shit. <laughs> stinker. Stinker. Uh, stinker. I like get Canyon's got two titles. He's, well, not for much longer. He's, he's picked up Canyon's US title. He's holding that up. <laughs> that was a wonderful little miscommunication. Both tag titles, DPL of the US DDP title. script, he had to pick up that title, so he did. God. Live telly, innit? That's oh. right. First ever, lights out match. And what we is a lights out match? I don't know what it is. The lights are out match. Hey. Who cares about explanations when you've got car nuts, car nuts, car nuts, car Super slow motion, <laughs> car nuts, corn, corn gone wrong, corn from the bad stretch of town that your parents <laughs> warn you about. From the red oak section of the soil. Corn, the red-headed stepson <laughs> that lives next door that your parents say, leave him alone. Corn nuts, the people that book this match, the cage match, Undertaker and Kane versus O'Hare and Palumbo, a massacre of corn nuts. <laughs> and Sarah gets the bit at the end on top Sarah of the cage. Sarah on top, the tag team of Sarah and Undertaker, the WWE World Tag Team Champion. Oh, here they are. Hey, there's the boy. The gruesome threesome, they call you them. You keep bringing your wife with you to work. It's awkward because I don't bring mine with me. I don't bring Linda. She keeps asking. <laughs> you keep saying, Undertaker brings his wife. I'm like, oh, God. Sarah says, I thought your wife was Tories. She? She doesn't know what you're talking I about. She fucking do. Shut up. She watches this live. Undertaker does Kane his... forgets that it's live. He's like, oh, it's good to be here tonight. <laughs> Glad my fucking wife Linda's not here. Oh, sorry. Can we take that again? What? Oh. <laughs> Hey, Undertaker, you're getting all the good lines, but I'm close to the camera, so I look bigger. I look massive. Put your, uh, lift, uh, uh. Put your lifts on, shorty. I'm going to put my fingers close to the camera and make it look like I'm squeezing your head. <laughs> I love it when he did that. I love it when people did that. <laughs> get off. I, got, I took a picture of a... Of, I got off last night I looking at Undertaker's <laughs> wife. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, who gets out looking at pictures of my wife? Me. I mean, who? Who do would do that? So, I mean... No, really, why? There's so many attractive women. Plus, <laughs> I believe he's married to Kimberly already. <laughs> don't don't worry. Don't worry, Undertaker. We're growing, a, we're growing a smaller version of Sarah Neck Tattoo in the chamber at home. She should ah. be ready in about four years' time. We're growing her like those little alien eggs that you used to get from the film. <laughs> She's a cool cane creation. It's a combination of cool cane and my cousin from Scotland. So we call the machine McCool. <laughs> and we put I'm her. I'm not going to do much of this segment, really, am I? <laughs> I wish I had more lines. Can I just sing? I've got an album coming <laughs> he's out. Like in his head, he's just got. <laughs> How come Undertaker's ginger now? I'm not ginger. He, was he always a natural ginger? He's the ginger ninja. Why does my belt say Waku and not Woof? <laughs> <laughs> what? They're different things. All right, when we do the real one. Uh, yeah, can we do a retake? I Where's wanna... the giant VHS above WF New York? <laughs> Where are we going to video play to play that? Oh, look at it with their pipes. Oh, it's APA who were asked about that bastard test who they caused to leave. It's their fault. For and, uh, struggling they, to listen. They don't give a monkeys. Watch your cigar. 
They've drank lots. They've they've drank at least two things. Press Joseph. What is stupid ass name is Test? <laughs> He's doing a rhyme. You wait for it. That only thing you you. Oh, a premium dam, <laughs> who's drunk and smoking cigars and a badass and I'm, is rubbish I'm and hates bumps. I'm putting together a uh, an audio documentary about Sting's WWE debut. Oh, that'll be brief. I know, right? And uh, a part of it, I was watching the interview you did with JBL on JBL's Legends show. Oh, yeah. And there's Sting saying, the thing is, like, I was asked to come in, but I saw the way that WCW guys were treated, yeah. and I didn't feel comfortable coming in. And JBL just just sheepishly stood there going, nodding, like, yep. thinking, like, you're the cunt that led Yeah, all. yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why you're not happy. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Really? Yeah, really? Yeah, they were book bad, weren't they? If only somebody had stepped up for them. Another picture of Garfield. <laughs> like, hey, I wonder what, who that's for. <laughs> hey, and he's got his mate. Taz, very bravely challenging Kurt Angle and reminds us all, as if the Brits need to remind him, um, for a certain age, that who was the first man to make Angle tap? That's right, we fat Taz. Channel 4. <laughs> Channel Andy Peters. <laughs> the French lad from Eurotrash. <laughs> who else played a Channel 4 at that time? Um... I mean, I like the throwback to it. I'm, I'm relieved they call back to it. Yeah. Sometimes they tend to forget these really cool little yeah. storyline bits that are a gift rather than a, an annoyance. Yeah, and that is a the, gift. The world building. Yeah, it. world. They do. I'm noticing it more in WWE now because Triple H yeah, got a Triple very, H is like, yeah, I have a long-term memory. Yeah, yeah I, I, and there's less of that feeling of like making shows that people can watch in a in a bubble, and now they're creating a yeah. uh, cultivating a proper universe. Yeah. Which so, is nice. Angle and his amazing Titantron, which again is exactly the same, just with more America. <laughs> uh, heading the ring for this match with Taz and his mates. <laughs> Taz Sorry, the people that and his mates. On mates. TV. Oh, oh, Angle's got his mates. The Hello. red blooded. Um, I think they're from America. Let's have a look. I love America, me. Sweet apple flames. Nom. Nom, nom, nom. The house that burnt my face was made in America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out here with all my good American friends. The Big Show, yeah. Albert, The Undertaker. Yeah. The, the, the dinosaur <laughs> that died, that was due to create the petrol I set my parents' house alight, was born in the USA. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, and Austin's here to stare. And there's the uh, the the principality of, of Steve Austin. That, that's right. <laughs> Which is removed from the Alliance is, and the WWE. The People's Republic of Austin People's is Republic of Austin. Next, next to him, the People's Chub. Next to Malassia. <laughs> All right, now, Taz, as wide as he is tall, taking on Angle. Uh, and it's cool because uh, Taz actually shows some spirit here. And it's like, oh, remember. I watching Terry Gordy in the ECW arena being carried by Raven. Oh. That's a sad reference. I'm sorry for bringing it up. So we thought Taz has brought over Angle to the ECW section. And they're like, ha, ha. <laughs> Including Bubba, who's telling, uh, telling Angle, do you know who rumors of secret identity? <laughs> yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm really Ronald Mysterious. Oh, man. 
the thing is, what's unfortunate about Taz's gear is the word that is the hi most highlighted on his transfer on the back of his, uh, his bin man gear is the word victim. <laughs> Just below rice pudding. <laughs> rice pudding enjoyment. Oh, I guess the medium put out there for Taz. And we get Yay! overhead Billy Taz Plex, as called by Heyman. A Taz Plex. Not a suplex, a Taz Plex. They, they try really hard with Taz throughout this entire episode to kind of re-establish re him. Oh, and a T-bone Tazplex, also known as an exploder. And I asked the rest of what's the difference between a T-bone and an exploder, and they said yes. <laughs> but it's nice that, like, all right, we've got someone actually do something here. Uh, we need something for Angle and Austin to do while coming into blows. It would be silly to have their match in the main event before the... Oh, oh sorry, sorry, Rock. <laughs> so I'm glad that they're using Taz. Uh, oh, that clothesline where he hits a guy so hard, he moves himself <laughs> sideways. <laughs> the greatest hits of Taz, he shuts his eyes. He's there in that disgusting, smelly, pissy arena in Philadelphia. The thing is, the way that they, the way that they work with Taz throughout the Alliance storyline, you'd assume at some point we're going to get Austin versus Taz. Oh, like, if only. I know, because there's so many little storyline elements that they add as well as this, which make you think that's where they're going. Yeah. Oh, they, no. They don't. Head, baby, Spoiler. Baby. Suplex? No, not even an angleplex. And he ducks it. German suplex. He went, no, the Kataja Hajime. Yay, the first time. That's how the Russians won the Olympics every year before Angle came on. Oh, no, he converted. <laughs> it. And he done. broke out the Kataja Hajime. Wrestling's fake. <laughs> oh. Austin can't believe that Taz lost. Bless him. Could you not have had him? Yeah, hey, you goddamn Taz. <laughs> <laughs> Taz, you've done it again, you fucking idiot. I'd have had Angle go down in the Taz mission and then, with the power of America, fight back to his feet and then do a desperation angle. Slam. No, wait, Michael Cole, the crowd chatting USA, USA. That's stronger than Taz. Must be cheering for <laughs> American soil beneath Red Hook. <laughs> because he's from Tasmania, where that one email <laughs> comes from. <laughs> Was he even an email or did we just get caught up in the distraction? Is that one? No, that's all. That's yeah, the email finished. That's it. Thank God. I thought I lost the track of. Uh, no, no, no. We're all done with emails for this week. Thank you very much for yours. Classic Sorry, at coldaholic.com. Just clicking random on Google Maps here. And he's, he's ripped his shirt. He Don't worry, Earl will sort of a new one. <laughs> even, he, even, even the WWE t shirts are jobbing. Like, bless him. Yeah. Even they're taking a beating. Again. Just that I'm coming to get you. No, I'm not. Wait. Oh, uh, am I? Yeah, I am. Yes, I am. I think Austin should have declared himself like Idi Yamin, that really long title. <laughs> the commander, the chief of all animals. Taz using his body Doctor. to distract Angle. Yeah. Oh, wait. They got like this. It's like, oh, I won't do anything because he's winning. Oh, no. He, he, he counted the, um, the stunner into an angle lock. Quick, everyone get him. <laughs> everyone so ECW and WCW were like, Chase him along. Bubba, Bubba's carrying him out like he's the president. <laughs> and then Team WF are like, oh, that's our cue. Uh -huh. Kane Tess, get it. Kane's got no one to fight. Oh, bless him. Kane was just stood there like, oh, I've got, I've got no one to fight with. Because oh. we've outnumbered them. Oh, Yay, we won. we won. We <laughs> won. Kane didn't do anything. He went to start a fight with somebody. I think Undertaker had one guy squared off. Big Show had another. Kane just stood there like, um, okay. I was like that one story of, uh, oh, who's a keyboard player from Yes? Uh, Bastard. Bastard? 
The keyboard player from Yes, when he did his own solo stuff, he was really over the top. He said he did one show where it was like, like the round table or something like that. And it was on ice. So it was a really, really overblown epic production. But uh, all these nights in order for it. And one, one day, one of the nights called in sick. And he went, all right, well, whatever. Still got 11 of the bastards. Still going to look pretty good, all right. And it comes to the bit where they're all drawing swords or whatever. And that, the climatic bit of the song, do, 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 do. They're all supposed to stab one another. And then they all fall down. But the one down, so everyone oh. falls, apart from this one knight who's on ice, going, aha, just, you know, pirouetting around on ice, going, looking over to, I don't know, the keyboard player, going, like, going what the fuck do we do? <laughs> Until eventually just, like, figured out, just got the sword and just stabbed him. <laughs> <laughs> so That's massive quite... applause, apparently. That's what Kane reminded me of. That's a funny bit. I like that. Oh, so Kane should have stabbed himself, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Kane is on the big boot to himself. <laughs> Became confused. Right. Lights out match is our main event. Wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. Not yet. Oh. Not yet. Not yet. And now it is. They're putting the lights out. Now, this is something they did in AW only recently. It's like a hand washing exercise. And it's like from the oldie days of NWA. Yeah. It was like, as you demon, the following match is not sanctioned by NWA. Dusty Rose versus Tilly Blanchard. Mm. Lights out match. Whatever happens to this match. We are washing our hands of it. You don't, have, you don't have to stay at the bottom after the world title match, whatever we have. Put this match on last because it's nothing to do with us. It's unsanctioned. And I was like, woohoo, we're going to see some shit tonight. Mm, that was the whole thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Where it was just like they're just going to rip each other apart. Like Moxley and Omega did, I believe. Yeah. They had a lights out match and it was very yeah. good. Britt Baker right, and right, Thunder Rosa. What, washing our hands. Um, they did the fight without honor at Ring of Honor as well, um, mm. which was Owen. No, Steen Owen? versus Generico. Uh, which went after Richards versus Tyler Black, I think. Oh. And which it should have, because who cares about those two boring <laughs> bastards? Never making this business. Um, but yeah, now it's just, you're wondering, are they going to leave the lights off? Is no, they put them back on. Yeah, but they're off for a while and they don't explain the concept. So are there people in that arena going, is this it? This is a real miscalculation by WWF, where they've put this lights out match thing on, but they haven't explained it. It's weird. Like, I don't know whether, like, somebody, it was someone's job to write that in and they just forgot to on the night and they went, oh, God, I'll just go and do it. We all remember lights out. It's like, wait, you've never had one. In, as far as I know, they've never done one in WF up until this point. Because mm. it's like, maybe that's it. They're bringing the NWA gimmicks with them. You explained We've it. We've brought out NWA. Wait, what? WCW, right? No, 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 no. You no, explained no. it better than Michael Cole did. All yeah. Michael had to say was what you said there, saying... Traditionally, a lights-out match is where the promotion wipes their hands of what's about to happen yeah. and lets them go at it, and there's no sanctions, there's no jurisdiction. I'm not sure it works for titles, though, because if it's not sanctioned, then how does it count? Well, it's not a title match. Oh, this. I'm just thinking in general, once oh, yeah. that happened in the past, like, surely, I mean, like, I hate you so much, I don't even give a damn about the title, I just want to fight you. It's like, oh, ho, ho. son, been... we're going to match tonight. Go watch ah, this, it's going to be great. Have there been title matches in a lights-out I... I think I was Dusty beat Tully Blanchard for one or defended it, which are like, well, it's if it's not sanctioned, then now does well whatever. I think we've had like unsanctioned matches in WWE when they're called unsanctioned matches, like Triple H versus Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam 2002, which was That's unsanctioned. Right, and that wasn't for a title. Wasn't for a title, but they just called it an unsanctioned match. Yes. Um and here we go. I like the fact that Booker took it about three minutes to get the ring and rocked his supercharges. Uh, they've been told they're running under. Yeah, it's live. So this is 
It's just the lights. Debut match. Before it happened. When the lights are on. They could have at least dimmed the lights for an aesthetic effect. They could have at least dimmed the lights. I think this is such a weird thing to do, to have Rock and Booker get their hands on each other three days before SummerSlam. I don't get the, the, the booking of this at all. You want to keep that special. For, you want to get people to pay for that. You'd think so. But uh, also, WCPW had an annual event called Lights Out. Lights Out! Lights, lights Out! That was <laughs> Why they, do they call it that? they couldn't pay the energy bill. <laughs> when the YouTube money's up, it's so in. annoying looking for like the history of lights out and wrestling because it looks like times the lights physically went out. <laughs> oh no, and right into the brand new uh, display by John Scenery. <laughs> the pacemaker. John Scenery. He makes the piece, he makes the scenery. Booker T, who's injured, takes a flat back bunk on the. Oh. Uh, the What do you even call that? The floor. The, the ramp. The ramp. I forgot what the term was. And then a punch in the dick. <laughs> This is all stuff uh, they should be doing at SummerSlam. I don't his, know why. His back looks not. like grated cheese right now. The corrugated ramp. Again, don't, don't like the instant replay camera. There's there's more. A lot of dead space. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I was gonna say there's more of the the swirly stuff in the background. There's more of the vortex. Mm. Too much. Dark the cortex. If we show the screens in the this fashion, cortex. we can't show the. People can't see the action. <laughs> and that bandicoot won't see where the gems are. Conveniently placed around the world for him to find. I could just keep them in a box, mm -hmm. but no, fuck it. <laughs> Hidden, you'll never find them, Bandicoot. Uh, see, Rock very sensibly moving out those steel crates. <laughs> they don't count towards getting the, the TV the monitors. Crate. TV mon No, I said what I said. <laughs> They're the telly monitors. That damn Gee, Bandicoot. Yeah, because Rock's doing that symbolically, saying, I'm too big for TV now. <laughs> I like that they incorporated the ripping the monitors out. In the video games now. Yes. You know what else they put the lights out? Um, at the cinema to watch films like The Scorpion King. Ah. Otherwise, you can't see. See, all these lines they could have said on the night and they didn't. They just went, it's a lights out match later. Any, it's easy doing live wrestling, isn't it? Anything, well, it's so fucking easy. It's so easy to know what the fuss is all about. These cowards. <laughs> these cowards! <laughs> Hang on. Anyway, Where's so Shane? They're doing the uh, oh. announcement. Oh, but wait, wait. I, I, I thought Rock said that there wouldn't be any Alliance members. Oh, yeah. Booker T, a man without honor, a man without country, <laughs> a man without a chance of winning at SummerSlam. Oh. As Rock very nicely goes through the announce table, rather like China went through the announce table at fully loaded 2000, <laughs> and Jericho was quoted as saying, "God damn it." Why did China do that and ruin our spot later on that night? I swear it was out of envy. She was part of saying is inside the ropes this week. Um, I know it. She was, everyone was told don't go near it, and she went near it. Maybe it's because her ex was in the match later on. Uh, just the thought she ruined that spot. We what used the English one, and it was all right. What did she do through the table at Fully Loaded 2000? Her, Perry gave her a clothesline. She just went into it like that. Oh, she fell just apart. fell back, didn't she? Rather like a certain butler. Oh, whatever, it's done. It felt very accidental. <laughs> no, no, it was. Oh. No one thinks a bump through a table with a clothesline. <laughs> anyway, no, that did look like very nice. But again. And that's it. And then it, it just ends. Ends. It, it was, was like, wait, you said it was a lights out match. Even those matches between Dusty and o, uh, Owen, sorry, Steen and Generico would end via pinfall or submission. It was a lights out match where the lights were on and it wasn't a match. It was a lights on non match to call it its proper name. 
What a waste of oh, energy. But Booker hit his finisher, the Spinneroony. Because Booker's injured. Why risk it? Three days out of SummerSlam. Weird. What a weird night. Hey, on fans, what? Fuck you. What a weird night. You could have had Taz and Angle headline it, and it would have been fine. You, you could have given them another 10 minutes. They would have put on a banger. But you had to do the yeah. Rock and Booker thing. You could have had that as a segment. Rock's selling, though. I'll yeah. say this. Rock off the air. He, he looks disgusting. Yeah. This, this, the, the camera angle of him, his uh, worm muscles that live in his shoulders. You know, when you're like, apparently that happens when you just keep on tearing and tearing the muscles. It's obviously how you it build just, up muscles. It, yeah, that can happen. It's just like, all right, so you just got things living inside you now. Oh, God. He's like, buy us a drink first, pal. <laughs> you know those, you know that phrase... I'm in a meeting that could have been an email. <laughs> yeah, that was so. a match that could have been a promo. <laughs> <laughs> that was all that was. It shouldn't. That was a what a That's weird. It. A no a, contest. The lights out match. What a weird bit of creative for Booker T and The Rock going into SummerSlam next week. But but hey, look. Let's take the positives. Booker T comes out on top. He didn't, though. He, he's, he stood tall at the end of the night. All right, he stood tall. With Shaver Man next to him, obviously. Yeah. By the way, watch Tough Enough on MTV. Good night. <laughs> oh. That's just the, the, be demoted to the Chiron. Yeah. That's so funny. Just, oh, there you go. Oh. So that was SmackDown this week. Yeah. Quite enjoyed doing it this way for a change. Yeah, it was an interesting Mixed change of pace. I'm very sorry. No, don't be sorry. I was no, time doing all that work. I think everyone's had a lovely time. I think everyone's had a lovely time watching it. We're back next yeah. week to another watch along of SummerSlam 2001, which features Angle and Austin in a fucking banger. I can't remember anything oh, about that match. Oh, it's amazing. I remember people take how good it is, and I'm like, I watched it and can remember a bloody thing about it. I remember uh, the ladder match mm. and Booker T getting killed. It's amazing. I remember anything else about SummerSlam, so it'll be interesting to see what it was like. So we're coming but in fresh. You remember that match from SummerSlam. What was something you remembered from this week? Uh, from this week, I remembered the Scotty Too Hotty bit. That was oh. the bit that stuck out to me. And so it was good to see that again. I th best prom, best bit of the night. Austin just just reading the right act of Scotty Zuhotty. The pop when Scotty hit the bulldog for the worm. Oh, it was great. Uh, you'll all be well here from Scott Garland next week to talk about that promo, which is very exciting. Or maybe the week after, because obviously next week's a watch along. We'll find a way to put it in. But yeah, we're having a chat with Scott Taylor about it. Uh, so that'd be good. But that promo was excellent. That whole bit was fantastic. Uh, what did you remember? I remember... Nothing. <laughs> like I said, we haven't been watching. Splendid. In, in, in 01, not watching this. Not a priority. Reading Power Slam magazine. I remember reading Power Slam magazine about this episode. Okay. Uh, and they didn't seem to like it. So, uh, don't think you'd for so therefore you forgot everything? Or didn't know no, anything? No, because I can't forget it if I haven't seen it. Uh, so What's something that you were surprised to see? Ooh. Oh, that, that's a good segue, Tom. I'll say it was the new look. Yeah. I associate that blue look, the blue and white, with O2. Do not associate with O1. Well, the phone company. No, the arena, silly. Get free tickets to concerts from O2. O2, it's good to unlimited talk shit. Unlimited minutes on O2. That's the O2, right? Yes, that's right, Tom. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What was something that you forgot? Other than the plot. Uh, uh, the Taz bollocks from the night. <laughs> like the Taz promo where he goes, I'm Austin's favorite bitch. Beat me if you can. I love the idea of Taz running backstage after real after it was a setup all along and then putting a towel on his head. 
I don't know why that's quite funny. Like, just boiling hot. <clears throat> it's like a kettle. <laughs> um, what's coming up for you in the next week? I think so. Get a new video out for Bosch Mania. Yay. Yay. And then I'm just trying to relax. Mm. It's, I was uh, very violently sick a few days ago. Oh, gosh. So that disagreed with me. And my body is still recovering from oh, it. Oh, bless you. Uh, it was bloody hard. I don't want to say it at the start. People don't want to hear about that type of thing. Mm. Um, and I've just decided, like, all right, okay, ne next week, this upcoming week, uh, I'm just going to take it an easy because I haven't done that in a while. It's also, coincidentally, my birthday week. So I thought, you know what? Like, like Canyon, what better time? Mm. So next week's your birthday week? Yeah. What day is actually your birthday? So people can wish you a happy oh, birthday. I don't know I do. Uh, oh, Thursday. <laughs> like you have to check. Are you coming in Thursday for your birthday? Yeah. Thought you might want to have day off because it's your birthday. No, oh, I enjoy. It. I enjoy doing th if this. Week. Oh, the work. Oh, so much effort. We'll have to make sure it's a special birthday SummerSlam watch on presentation for you. That's what we'll have to do. We'll make sure it's special. We'll make it special. Jeff Hardy, what are you, you doing here? There you go. Coming out of this cake. <laughs> Coming out of oh, my cake and I'll be doing just fine. Oh, it's made of dairy. I'll send the guy. <laughs> I'll eat it anyway. I kind of eat him. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's me. So just relaxing is what I intend on doing. Because my, my body is going, you're a wreck. <laughs> Bless you, mate. You're like Jeff after this ladder match. That we will be watching next week. And until next week, here's at Matthew Gregg on Twitter. I'm at Tom oh. Campbell on Twitter. We're at Golden Olic on Twitter. Don't forget to join us. When was my brother Ginger? Love you, bye. <laughs> Bang. He ain't Ginger. Here's my brother. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 